What's up? This is the Beard Man Design Podcast. If you're paying any attention, this is episode five of the BDX Omaha Podcast. And today we're going to talk about pitfalls of entrepreneurial uh, spirit or the pitfalls of small businesses. And we're going to talk about a few things that you should look out for this coming year as a small business owner uh, or uh, entrepreneur. That's such a fun word, entrepreneur. Uh, So just right off the bat, what are some of the pitfalls um, uh, that small business owners have run into? And when I say small business uh, uh, owners have run into, I am talking about me. Beardman Design, um, as the years have gone on and as I have uh, worked through different things, experienced some some victories, some losses, some uh, successes, uh, some some pitfalls. Uh, man, there are definitely some things I've learned the hard way. Um, probably everything in business I've learned the hard way. Um, I have been absolutely lucky enough to have some advisors in my life um, that have helped me avoid some major pitfalls. Um, but a lot of the things that I've done in my life are as far as this business uh, and in my life, I've learned the hard way. Um, so I want to help you avoid these pitfalls. I have one, two, three, four, five, six pitfalls that small business owners run into, and I'm hoping that I can help you avoid those in 2023. So number one, not articulating what differentiates you. And I think another way to put this pitfall is uh, to say failing to tell your story. What makes, and we've talked about this before, what makes your business different? What makes you special? Uh, What makes your service special? What makes you stand out from everyone else? Um, Even the big, biggest retailers, biggest companies, biggest businesses in the world have an idea of what makes them different than their major competition. Look at Lowe's, Home Depot. Lowe's knows their identity. They know what makes people choose Lowe's over Home Depot and vice versa. Home Depot knows uh, Walmart, Target. I mean, the list goes on Coke, Pepsi. They know what makes them different. But when it comes to a small business, a lot of times you're you're not just struggling to um, win over new business and beat out competition. You're trying to be different enough that people are going to take a little bit of a risk on utilizing you or your services or buying your products because you're a small business, because you're new. And uh, you've got to be able to articulate what makes you different, what makes you stand out. And I think the best way to do that is to know your story. Figure out your story, know your story, and tell your story. I'm going to say that again. Figure out your story, know your story, and tell your story. I think a lot of business owners uh, sort of intuitively know their story, why they started doing what they what they're doing, um, how they got into it, what's sort of that driving factor to do something crazy like start a small business. Um, I think they know it, but they don't they don't figure it out. They don't articulate it or put it on paper or spend the time to really know it. Um, so figuring it out, and knowing it, but then I think the number one thing that a lot of entrepreneurs and small business owners uh, don't do. And the biggest pitfall is you don't tell that story. You got to figure out a way to tell your clients, your customers or prospective clients or customers, what makes you different? Why are you worth taking the risk of utilizing a small business or a new business? 
um, even if it's competitive services. So something someone else does, I uh, maybe cut yards, I cut lawns, right? I do a yard work, lawn work. There's so many people out there doing that. What makes you different? Why should I pick you? Uh, is it because we're buddies? Is it because we're friends? Is it because you do a better job? Is it because you're cheaper? Um, those are all really important bullet points within your why. But also being able to tell the story of... Um, and I'm, this I don't actually do this. I'm making this up. But maybe the story is... Uh, as a kid, I this was my first business, and it's the thing that really sparked in me the ability to make my own money, uh, determine my own future, find my own success. And ever since I was 12 years old, old and started mowing yards, this has just been a fire for me. Um, now maybe I'm you know 25 years old. This is my full time job. I've got 15 clients or or 100 clients, um, and I'm really starting to build this out and provide the absolute best service I can uh, to people just like me. Whatever that story is, you got to tell it um, because people want to know that. And I think the other thing is if you have a crappy story, um, maybe you should readjust. Um, and that and that's tough. I think at some point you have to look inside and say, well, you know, I somebody gave me a uh, maybe I inherited money and I just decided to start a business and sell stuff. And I don't really care about the people I'm selling stuff to. Um, I'm just trying to turn a buck. I think you have to look inside and really uh, decide if it's right to keep doing that. And if you're finding success, great. I think if you're not finding success, it's when that's when it's time to sort of look inside and determine if your why is right. And you know, maybe struggle through that a little bit and determine if there's a different why um, or figure out a different way to tell that story. Certainly don't lie. People see right through that. What's another pitfall? Pitfall number two, small business owner pitfall. Number two, not interacting with other entrepreneurials or entrepreneurs. That's such a fun word. Entrepreneur. Um, You really uh, you need to take time to be around people um, that understand you, that know kind of where you're at, what you're going through. Um, but also something I learned a long time ago as a kid um, is you become like the people that you hang out with. Are you spending time with people that you think are successful, that you want to be like, people who are running a good business, people who are making money, people who you, again, think are successful, however you measure that, spend time with those people, put yourself in situations where those are the kinds of people that you're around that push you to get better. Um, if you're hanging around people that that don't have that spirit, uh, that aren't successful, um, then you're going to start to slow down and be lazy. And, and I'll give you a really kind of a weird example. And this is probably hard for a lot of people to talk about. If you're... Um, if you're hanging out with people who, let's say, have a lot of nice, uh, a lot of nice things, or maybe some toys or things like that, you have uh, some good friends who own a business, and um, you find out they just bought a new house, big, gorgeous, brand new house, beautiful. Um, maybe just bought. This is a, a good example for me. Um, maybe just bought a really cool, you know, new truck and a camper trailer and a uh, or a, a chunk of land somewhere. And that for me drives me and makes me say, I want more. There's more out there. I want more of it. If you're hanging around people who are looking at you like, eh, you have everything. You're, you've got everything you could ever want. You're set. I think it sort of makes you, when it comes to um, the entrepreneurial piece of, of your soul, of your heart, of your, of your mind, whatever it is, um, 
it sort of makes you slow down. Like, oh, well, yeah, I've, I've got it going on, and that's dangerous. That's going to be your pitfall uh, when you start to slow down and you start to think you've got what you uh, what you want. Now, there's a whole other piece of that. Be appreciative for what you have. Um, driving for more is not always the best thing. It's not always the right thing. So you have to look inside yourself. But as a business owner, if you want to grow and get, get more revenue and make more money and be more successful, you got to be around people who are more successful than you, who have the drive, who are pushing hard, uh, who want it. And because you're going to start to become like the people you're around. So if you're around successful people, you're going to start to become successful. So avoid the pitfall of isolation, of isolating yourself or um, not being around and networking with people like you who own businesses. That's going to be pitfall number two. Pitfall number three, uh, pursuing two many business opportunities. That was weird. I don't know why I said it like that. Pursuing too many business opportunities. This is so easy because as a small business owner, people are attacking you probably every day, especially if you're uh, if you have a really good web presence, if you're doing good search engine optimization, uh, good digital marketing. We can help you with that, by the way. You're going to start just getting attacked by all the different things. Um, you're going to get cold calls and emails um, about new uh, SEO platforms or, or services, about doing a new website, about offering content creation, about a new lawnmower that you need uh, for your lawn mowing, lawn mowing business, new truck, new trailer, um, new uh, Salesforce platform or sales platform, uh, new subscription-based selling, new emailing software. I mean, the list goes on no matter what industry you are in. You are going to be attacked with all of these different ideas um, and different things that you can sort of take in any direction. And then here's the other piece of that. As an entrepreneur, I love that word. As an entrepreneur, it sounds like I'm saying manure. As an entrepreneur, manure, you are constantly... And I know this because it's the same for me. You're constantly laying in bed at midnight going, oh, what if I tried this? What if I tried that? I saw this idea. What if I went this direction, especially if something's not doing well and you're in that position where it feels like it might be time to pivot? Be careful. Don't hit that pitfall of jumping too soon, of pivoting too soon, of starting something new too soon. You have to really attempt to master your craft, master your trade before adding layers to your business or adding different offerings to your business. I will give you an example. Uh, digital marketing is my game. Search engine optimization, web development, things like that. I ventured out into a podcast studio, and that's where I'm sitting here right now coming at you. And the entire idea of the podcast studio that I had at midnight one night, of course, it took probably almost a year to come to fruition, was that um, I would be able to create a space that I could rent out and it would be another source of revenue. So it's another wing of the business. I pursued this new business idea for my business um, and here I am. Um, I am utilizing, uh, I'm certainly utilizing what I've created and it's fantastic by the way. Uh, but it has not, it's not making me any money. I have not been renting out the studio. Um, because that's, I think, I think it's because I'm just not out there enough. People don't know that it exists. That's what I think. Um, so I'm trying to work on that and change that. And actually, I should say I did have I did have my first paying client sign up, and I'm super excited to get them in here um, and to see the content they they come up with. I think it's gonna be awesome. Um, 
but you got to be really careful and don't pivot too soon and definitely don't give up on something too soon. I think a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs get caught thinking about the next best thing, thinking about that next thing or giving up on the thing that's not doing well. And that's the biggest pitfall is giving up on something that's not doing well too soon. You've got to know when to fold. You have to know when to fold. If you fold too soon, you're going to lose. So think about that. Um, adjust your game plan and know when it when it's right to, to give up and pivot or start something new. But definitely be careful not to start something new when you haven't mastered what you're up to. It's just it's 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 a pitfall. Um, you're going to end up stretched too thin, potentially stretching capital or or uh, you know re- daily revenue too thin by investing too soon in something different. So just be really careful. That is definitely a pitfall. Pitfall number five: resting on early wins. Pitfall number five. Wait, is that five, four, five, six? One, two, three, four. Sorry, pitfall number four: resting on early wins. You land that big client. Um, and maybe it's ongoing revenue if, if you're subscription based or, or uh, something kind of like that. Um, or maybe it's a big sale of something and you go, ah, this is going to carry me through. You got to be so careful not to stop the drive when you have that early wind. Uh, sorry, early win. If you stop the drive and you stop the search and you stop trying to get new business on that early win, thinking it's going to coast, you may do well and you may get a rest, but then um, almost guarantee you're going to get to a point. I've done this multiple times. You're going to get to a point and then suddenly you're like, oh, crap, either I lost that client if it's ongoing uh, revenue, subscription-based revenue. I lost that one and now I don't know what to do or uh, you know, prices have increased, cost of, of your business has increased or you get to the point where you're really used to that revenue or that income and it's like, well, now it doesn't feel like as much and I want the next one or I need the next one in order to start something different or expand or grow. And you're kind of behind the ball. Don't rest on that early win. Take that early win. Celebrate that early win in your business, that big sale, that big revenue client, whatever that is. Take that early win. Celebrate it. But keep driving. Get that second win. Get that third win. Get that fourth win. Keep pushing. Keep driving. Um, and know when to rest. Rest is still important. Know when to rest, but don't take that win too early um, and don't rest too long on that first win. Um, and, and really any win. Know how long you're going to take that win and how long you're going to sort of take that break before you continue to try to grow. Um, you don't want to be caught behind the eight ball on that growth. Pitfall number five now, uh, ignoring your marketing. Ignoring your marketing. You got to market. And Obviously, I'm in the marketing business. Um, we are a marketing agency. We are digital marketers. That's what we do. But that shows how important it is. I know how important it is to market and to not uh, ignore that marketing. There are a lot of small businesses that don't think they have to market and they get stuck and they don't grow. You don't get the word out. You don't get your products out. You don't expand. And then it goes back to our one of our last pitfalls of given up too soon saying, I'm going to try this and then going at eh, it wasn't successful. I can't sell this product or service, but you aren't marketing. You got to market. You got to get out there. And really, if you don't know marketing, there are so many tips and tricks and things that you can do to market and get the word out there that you probably aren't doing or trying, or maybe you're doing it, but you're not doing it right or not doing it well. My suggestion as a digital marketer and someone who sells digital marketing services is find someone to help you out with it. 
we will look at your digital marketing uh, for free and we will give you an idea of what we can do to help you. Um, I'll give you some of those tips and tricks of where you could be looking and aren't. Um, I could probably do a whole podcast on that and will plan to do that now that I said that because uh, I think it'd be great. But in the meantime, don't ignore it. You can't ignore your marketing and your digital marketing and other marketing, physical marketing, mailing marketing, email marketing, all these different things. You can't ignore them because it's going to catch up to you or you're going to end up thinking you're not successful when you may have something really, really, really great, but people don't know about it. And that goes back to number one, not telling your story. If you're not doing that digital marketing, how are you telling your story? How are you getting your content out there? How are you getting your story out there? Uh, senseless plug BDX Omaha Studios would be a great place to start to create content to get your story out there. You can use this space that I'm in right now, this equipment that I'm using right now to create content just like you're seeing right now. Uh, I, I would be happy, 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 happy to have you use this space. Uh, so feel free to check out studio.bdxomaha.com for more information, or you can always call me or email me 720-261-1894 or hello at bdxomaha.com. I got to use the radio voice. Uh, don't, don't ignore your digital marketing. We could talk forever about that, but uh, if you're not doing marketing, especially digital marketing nowadays, reach out to me um, or even just start doing some research. Go to Google and start saying, you know, small business digital marketing, where do I start? Don't start paying anybody right away. In fact, I would love for you to call me and ask me if it's right to pay somebody, if it's a good service. I will be honest with you. I truly believe that we're doing a better job um, at a better price point than almost anything you find. But I'm going to be honest with you. If you find a really great opportunity, I'm going to tell you to take it. Um, but look that up. Start on your journey of growth, uh, looking into growing your marketing. Um, and you can do it with a relatively low budget. Um, so just don't uh, don't uh, fall into the pit of not marketing at all and then giving up on something that might be really great. Pitfall number six, our last small business or entrepreneurial pitfall, lazy financial record keeping. I've learned this um, somewhat the hard way, but also this is one of those areas where I had really great, um, really great people around me to help me know how to avoid this major pitfall. It's tax time or it's going to be tax time here really short, shortly. We're running to the end of the year here. We've got another week of receipts and accounts payable and, and settling all these this yearly account, especially if this is your if your physical year. Uh, or I'm, I apologize. If your January through December is your fiscal year, you're coming to an end, you're closing out, you're putting receipts uh, together. If you get lazy, like I've done in the past, number one, you're going to have to sit there come tax time and, and just dump all of those receipts on the table and start chugging away and putting stuff in and, uh, you know, um, attributing everything to a certain account and all that stuff. Don't let yourself get behind on that. Um, of course you can hire somebody to help you with that. Um, or just set, you know, find some software that helps you do it or something and try to stay up to date on that. But the biggest thing that I almost ran into, and I thank God every day for the help and the advice that I got from very smart, very smart people, um, is be prepared with your taxes. If you are running a small business, especially if it's your first year, you're going to owe taxes if you've made any money. So you got to be really careful with that. You also want to know what you can write off. Um, get the advice. Know what you can write off to save yourself on those taxes because you do not want to be paying income tax 
on something on money that you actually spent on your business. You don't want to do that. Um, you want to be able to write that stuff off because it's really not income. It's reinvested into the business, however that was. But you've also got to make sure you do that the right way. You don't want to get caught with a, you know, getting audited or get behind something um, that you you can't account for um, or that's wrong. Uh, and especially if you just did it on accident. I mean, a mistake's a mistake, and they'll help you figure it out. The IRS, the, whoever, will help you figure it out. Don't be too afraid of that. If you're doing it illegally on purpose, uh, then you're going to be in trouble. But uh, the biggest pitfall here is just don't get caught behind it, but also get the good advice, get the right advice, and know if you're actually making money, you're going to owe money. Um, so be prepared to do that and get help doing that. If you're, especially if you're not a tax guy, you're not a financial person. My opinion and my personal experience would be pay to have the help. When we first started um, having business income, we utilized um, our tax guy that we'd used for a long time for our personal finances, and he did a good job. Um, but once it started to get a little bit more complicated, we felt we felt that we should move on to someone else who was um, a little bit better with what I ended up being a lot better um, with business taxes and business finance um, and the things that they were able to help me kind of finagle through, um, dig through, understand about my business, understand what I could and couldn't write off and do that well. Uh, it was absolutely, without a doubt, worth the money that I paid. No no questions asked. I would pay that amount every time. And I'll tell you, I paid somewhere around $1,500 a year um, to have them do my taxes. The advice that I get is probably worth that all by itself. So find a good tax guy. Um, if you have any questions for me about who I use, um, they are a local company here in Omaha, Nebraska. However, I do believe that they have offices elsewhere. And I think that they will. Uh, I don't think there's any reason that they can't uh, service anybody, at least in the United States. So I would be happy to give you a good recommendation over uh, at the company that I use for my taxes. So hit me up, uh, Tyson at BDXOmaha.com. And I would love to share that advice with you. Those are the pitfalls. I hope uh, that your 2023 is beautiful and wonderful and successful and that you make money and that you grow. Watch for these pitfalls. Don't fall into these pitfalls. Be prepared. And most importantly, when you move into this new year, if you need help growing with your marketing um, business consulting. If you need help, please reach out to me again. It's Tyson at bdxomaha.com. Uh, you can also text or call me at 720-261-1894 or visit my website, bdxomaha.com. We really, truly love every single one of you and hope that we can help you uh, really strive and be successful in 2023 and grow that business um, and make a lot more money. This has been the BDX Omaha podcast. We're so glad that you're here with us listening. By the way, we have to celebrate just a little bit. We had a hundred downloads of our uh, new BDX Omaha business podcast. So that makes you guys the best ever. And if you're listening today, thank you for continuing to listen. We love you. Happy New Year. I can't help but feel good. I can't help but feel fine. Everything is in its place and all of it is mine.